Hello, my friends. What a joyous time it is. What a unique, singular, strange, and exciting time it is. Last week was a week of inward work. This week, however, I am turning my attention outward. Outward, upward, downward, and all around me. This is the second week in a row where I will not tell you a story with a beginning, a middle, and an end, and characters, and all that. I hope that's all right with you. Because it's Halloween, and I do not want to tell stories of people who are not with me right now. I would rather tell you a story about me, and about all the things around me. We are almost at the last day of the month. Normally, I speak to you of Halloween, or the All Hallowtide Days, or Samhain, whatever you choose to celebrate and however you choose to celebrate it. Usually I speak to you of this time after it has passed. This year I could not wait. This year I've begun the celebration early. And so, please bear in mind that this year I will tell you about my All Hallowtide celebration, despite the fact that it hasn't happened yet. Because in my world it is currently happening, and that way when yours does occur, you can press play and we can celebrate together. If you like. Would that be alright? Do you understand? My magic manifests most readily in my tarot cards. Not because they are magical themselves. They are simply cards. But I've begun to speak in their language, and so they've begun to speak my language. And I use them to speak to you. And each week, they illuminate both what I deep down know the answer to my question is, and also what I am currently feeling even if I don't know it. I sat down to do my magic with my cards, first, because night had not yet fallen on this special time outside of time. The sun was bright, the air was cold, the leaves were dead, and I had already lit the lanterns and the candles along the pathway. The leaves had fallen and piled up so high Almost impossibly so, and I wasn't quite sure why or how. There couldn't have ever been that many leaves on the trees to begin with, I don't think. So what was the meaning of this? Something I noticed as I sat on a bright early evening in October that was about to become the full moon Halloween I've been waiting my whole life for. As I was saying... Here I sat, shuffling my cards, thinking specifically about the celebration to come, and I asked the cards a strange question, because I find that that is when I get the most insightful answers. You know that I've been preparing the forest for the dead to wake and to walk through it, and you know that they have already begun to dwell here with me, perhaps for only a little while? 
perhaps for longer, who knows. Since I've prepared everything else as well as I know how to, I thought I should cover my bases. I asked the cards, What does my forest need this week? The card that I drew, upright and proud and specific, was the same card I drew 17 episodes ago when I introduced myself to you for the second time in over two years. Strength. I've spoken about what it means before, but it means what it sounds like it means. Triumph. Fortitude. Victory. Resilience. Fearlessness. That is what my forest needs, and I already have it within myself to share. What a lovely reminder to share my own strength with those who perhaps might need it most. For you see, the ghosts who will find their way to my woods tonight, or perhaps who are already here, need to know that they are safe and they are welcome. If they are not with their loved ones or their living families, then I will be their living family tonight. Strength. I am strong. I am as strong as the oldest tree here. I am not afraid. And you, my friend? You, listening in and joining me tonight for this celebration, this Halloween. Are you strong? Are you unafraid? Are you ready? It's night time now, instantly. The sun is gone and the moon is up, bright and huge and orange and so very full. The sun didn't set. I don't remember it setting, at least. It was never dusk. It was simply day, and then night. And more than that, there was a great breath of wind. Did you hear it? All at once, all of the leaves blew away to reveal headstones, statues, graves. Thousands of them, as far as the eye can see, throughout my forest. Most of them ancient and decrepit, some elaborate and ornate. Some of them simple and plain, yet all of them beautiful. For the last two festivals of the dead I shared with you, I went to a cemetery. I took you with me, and we went to visit two different cemeteries. Do you remember? I do. This year the cemetery has come to us. All Hallows' Eve has come to us. The dead 
have come to us. Not just the dead. Spirits of... of other things. Spirits that were never once human. Spirits that are from different places, different realities, different worlds within worlds. I'm not sure anymore which one I am. Well, that's silly. Deep down, you know that I am human. Deep down, your imagination can only take you so far. And the same is true of me. I know, deep down. I know the truth. But there's also a part of me that looks down and sees monstrous hands. There's the part of me that looks in the mirror and sees swirls of colors of leaves and trees and soil. And my soul cries for mischief-making in the woods. And I know, I know in my heart that I am something strange and frightening. And at the same time, here we are, in this very self-aware fiction, in this forest that feels so very real, with these spirits that are most likely actually there, all around us, waiting to be seen, especially this night, on this full moon that is here, and yet still to come all at once. Enough of that. Enough musing. Enough about me. This night is not about me. This night is about them. The fact of the matter is that I thought you, my friends listening, and you, my ghosts watching, could all use a party. So I've decided to throw one for you. For them. For me. For us. That is what I will use my strength for this week. To conjure up a Halloween party for us all. Wherever you are, I hope that you listen to this on Halloween, or close to Halloween or any time of year where you feel the distinct lack of and longing for a Halloween party. Here it is. Let me show you around. The full moon is shining brightly, but if it weren't for my candles and lanterns that I've been carefully preserving and keeping lit until tonight, you would not be able to see much. Luckily, the woods are awake with a dim orange glow. And this orange candlelight makes the shadows all the more dark and all the more alive. That is how they start, oftentimes, you know, as shadow. And that is how I noticed them. I walked along the path, and I looked closely at each of these graves that have magically appeared just for me, just for us, tonight. None of them had names. Interesting. And they began to appear. I should like to describe each and every one of them to you, 
but there were so many of them. Just as I said, last week, there was the black horse. Last week he was shrieking and bucking and running, terrified and furious all at once. But this week, this week, he slowly, cautiously approached the pathway. I saw his red eyes first, like something out of a fairy tale. He came right up to me, and I extended my hand. I think he would have been afraid if my fingers were still clawed and unnaturally long. But now they are strong and hardy and ready to dig in the earth. And I think he found the smell of the soil on them comforting. He pressed his nose into my hand, and I actually felt his breath slowing as he calmed down. There, there, you great champion, I said to him and stroked his snout. What a fearsome beast you are. He let me climb on top of him, and I had the memory of riding a horse, raced back to my mind. I have done this before, in one life or another. And I could feel his breath. What huge lungs were on this creature. Even though they were spectral, that means nothing. He still breathed the air of my forest. And I think he found it to his liking, as he walked calmly and patiently. I didn't need to pull his mane in any direction in order to encourage him to turn. He simply followed the path I'd made, and that was also enough for me. Let us shift the time a little, so that I am currently riding this horse through my path. I prefer to speak to you in the present tense tonight, and I have the power to shift time, so why not? My horse has not left these woods since I first saw him last week. He has made this place his home lately. So too is the case with the funny little boy I saw last time, who has stopped searching logs and stones and mud for creatures, because he has seen me again, but not in the way that I saw him before. We are in the same world now, you see. So when I waved and said hello, he was shocked, but managed to wave his little hand back to me. So too is the case with the old man sitting on a stump smoking his pipe. He is here again, and he is certainly not afraid of me. He's not even confused by my presence. He's exactly the same as he was last time. He knows that he is dead and he knows that I am monstrous, and he is at peace. Some ghosts, you see, are at peace, like this old man and this little boy. They just love the world so much that they cannot bear to leave it. I hope it's not too intimate for me to share with you that I very much hope that is what happens to me when I die. If I can die. The further I ride into the forest, the more graves appear before me, and I realize that these are not real graves that you would find anywhere. 
They are not real graves at all. They are ghosts, just as much spirit as the ghosts who have manifested themselves here. They are the graves these people wished they had. They are graves that have no home, and so they've come here to my forest because, well, because I invited them. I made this forest a graveyard tonight. Not because I am morbid and I like to be surrounded by the dead, but because I am lonely and I long to be surrounded by life. They are alive, in their own way. They are not gone, and they are not something other than what they once were. Therefore, to me, they are alive. Because what is the difference? What difference does a little flesh make when the will of a ghost is so strong that it can walk about and celebrate its own night? For tonight, at least, ghosts are alive. Remember that, and do not fear, therefore. What was at first the appearance of a few of these people, each specific and with their own special story? each dressed in the fashion of a precise time and place that is unique to them, soon became a crowd, a large crowd. Some sat on their graves casually. Some stood between the graves respectfully. Some stood on top of their grave, almost drunkenly. They spoke. They laughed. They smiled. It was almost what one might expect to see at a silly, man-made haunted house that people might pay to visit in your world. But this was not for the fun of scaring mortals. This was for the fun of these ghosts, who, I cannot stress enough, needed this kind of celebration. How lucky we are to join them tonight. Don't you think... When so much energy is gathered in one place, then other spirits cannot help but find their way here, too. I am a spirit of the earth. And a few others came. I swear I saw a pile of stones move a little, rearranging itself to better view the festivities. I swear that I saw some dead leaves swirl up and around in another great gust of wind and form the shape of a human person, simply so that they could do a little dance to the music that somehow hung delicately in the air, and then blow away. I know that the earth is celebrating too, because how could it not? And there was another. A shadow. A shadow I've seen before, with moonlit eyes whistling a familiar tune that I dare not whistle here. I've told you about it before. It chilled me to the bone then, and it chills me to the bone now. But I will not allow myself to be afraid. This is my shadow, and I will not be afraid of it. We've ridden to a clearing a clearing that someone else has arranged because I don't recall ever finding this place before. A perfect circle of grass, 
brown and dead, where trees will not grow. Not even their branches will reach out into the circle. They have grown away from the circle, so that it can be as perfect as it is. In the center there is a great bonfire, and it makes me miss my friend who died what I'm sure is only a temporary death last week. But it also makes me happy, because it reminds me of him. It's so warm. It's so bright. All the ghosts and the spirits of this world who have come to my woods tonight have joined me, and are outside of the circle. You are here too. Standing between a ghost who was once sad but is now social, and a spirit inhabiting a strong old tree. Take a moment and look at each. First, the ghost smiling back at you. Now the tree, seeming to swell and contract with breath you didn't know trees could have. Now look at me. I am in the circle now, standing right in front of you. We had a dance together, you and I, last season, I think. Or I offered you one without the expectation that you would have to accept it and join me. I was someone else then. It was a different holiday then. A different season entirely. As the creature I am now, new and powerful and peaceful and brimming with life, I invite you to dance again, but I will not wait for you. The ghosts will join us tonight. The spirits will shake in pleasure. The moon is not so cold and so lonely tonight. Dedicate this dance to whatever you will, but dedicate it to something, even if it is yourself, especially if it is yourself. This forest has a primal power. This moon has a primal power. Every ghost and spirit here does too. And so do I. And so do you. Life is here for us to love it, my dear friend. Even if we cannot and should not gather together to dance under the moonlight in reality, we can still do it here in spirit. That is what we are anyway. I am dancing in spirit with you tonight, under the full moon. If you doubt me, look up and see it.
Happy Halloween, my friend. Good night. Hi there, friends, and welcome to On a Dark Cold Night. This is Kristen Zaza, your writer, host, podcaster, composer, and creative team behind the podcast. Thanks for listening to episode 117 tonight. How are your Halloween preparations going? In my household, we're planning a movie night with some fun, creepy snacks and tunes. I hope you've also got some fun and safe plans in mind for your weekend, too. It's also a full moon on Saturday, as I mentioned earlier, so let's use her power to our advantage this month. And of course, above all else, please be safe. I'd like to jump in first with a couple of thank yous. First to Christine, who donated the price of several metaphorical coffees to the show this week through coffee.com. Thank you so much for your support, Christine. It means the world to me. If you'd like to make a one-time donation to the show like Christine did, visit my page at ko-fi.com slash darkcoldnight. Another great way to support the show is to pledge a monthly amount through Patreon, where every patron receives access to my ever-growing soundtrack of the show. You can find more information at patreon.com slash darkcoldnight. And as always, we have t-shirts and hoodies for the show available at bonfire.com slash on-a-dark-cold-night. I would also like to thank a couple of people who left very sweet five-star reviews on iTunes. First, a big thanks to Brenda, MC67, from right here in Canada, and a big thanks to Rennie A. in the States, who wrote us a new review. Thank you both so much for reaching out to share your kind words of support. If you're enjoying the show at home and would like to help a Halloween-y ghoul out, I would love it if you left a review on iTunes, Stitcher, our Facebook page, or anywhere else you like. You can also follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter at A Dark Cold Night, Instagram at Dark Cold Night Podcast, and my Facebook and YouTube pages are just called On A Dark Cold Night. Thank you again for being with me tonight and listening. I hope that you stay well, and I encourage you to stay celebrating, even if it's in a different way this year. Sending love and light to you all in the way of little lanterns and candle-lit pathways. Good night, friends. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar.